0: Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to episode 10 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm so freaking excited to be at double digits. I know that to some of you, that probably sounds so lame, but I have truly loved this journey, and I hope you have too. Thus far, topics have ranged from all things on and off the mat. Things from my past and random venting talks – and I'm truly excited to keep this wide variety of content coming your way. I feel that it is important to honor what you guys have liked thus far for episode 10. One of the most listened to episodes thus far was number 3, titled Finance for Fitness Professionals and Entrepreneurs. So we're going to keep talking about the money, my friends. Today's episode is going to dive into how, if, and where you can save money or be more financially responsible during the month of December. A.K.A. the month when we all have a tendency to spend a shit ton more money than what we would really like to. So go grab your favorite nice warm yummy beverage, get all cozy if you so choose, and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat, fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. Let's start off with this lovely little statement. Money shame is not welcome here. Now, I believe that we learn from each other. We learn from each other's mistakes and we learn from how others succeed. However, we are also allowed to spend money differently. Therefore, this episode is not me sitting here telling you that you must do XYZ. This episode is not going to give you a formula to magically make more money appear in your bank account. However, this episode will give you a more clear and positive mindset when it comes to your finances, specifically during a month when we have a tendency to give and spend more. If you don't follow Deeper Than Money on Instagram, I 100% recommend you go give that awesome little badass boo thing a follow. She recently said, and I quote, quit listening to judgmental people who you wouldn't want to switch bank accounts with. Another statement that she added on this post was that you are allowed to have different priorities when it comes to finances. I believe this concept is spot on and it is the mindset that I want you to set before I begin to dive into some tips and tricks. As with everything, I think you should take what I say with a grain of salt. If it's something that works and resonates with you, great. But if it doesn't, that is also great. All right, so let's get the ball rolling as we dive into the first of four topics or tips that I have for you. Number one is pretty much as mindful as it gets don't call it a budget. The term budget is negative. You are the boss of your life, and you deserve better than that. So let's make a spend Christmas list. Meaning, I want to spend this. Not a I cannot go over X amount. If we can find the positive mindset and correlation, and think of it as a I want to do this, we are then going to have a better relationship with our finances. That might be a hard thing to digest because it probably sounds so simplistic to you. But I guarantee you that most of the time, whenever you look at your finances, you get like, I don't know, kind of sad or frustrated, maybe even an annoying feeling. We want to switch that mindset to be something where you are happy whenever you look at that number. So don't use the term budget because that shit is negative. (laughs) On to number two, be realistic. It's 2020. Maybe this means that you don't get 20 plus people gifts this year. Maybe you give less. (laughs) Maybe you tell your family you are the damn gift. I like somewhat kid, but somewhat don't with that one. A lot of the United States has re-shut down or it's going to close soon, potentially. So maybe gift something a loved one can do indoors. And get creative. Maybe it's a cookie making set or an in-home date book. Maybe you take time to really understand your gifty. Learn about your peeps and pick a gift for them not for you. For example, pay for a friend's virtual yoga membership. I know of a pretty dope company named Sky's Limit Yoga that offers a ton of fun virtual things. Just saying, that could be a pretty cool gift. (laughs) As you think of your gifty, think about the things that they have bitched about. If they have complained about the fact that they cannot get to the gym maybe you figure out a way to bring the gym to them. And no, I'm not saying that you have to spend like $5,000 buying a, all of the at-home gym equipment. Maybe the person at hand really likes a certain arts and crafts kind of thing and they can't do that because of COVID. How can you give them some of that resource or give them the ability to complete this task at home? Number three is one that I am sure you are probably going to roll your eyes over as soon as you hear me say it, and that is totally fine, but start saving now. Before I dive into a bit of the nitty gritty I have to offer for this said topic, I want you to think about all the things that come to mind if you were to do a Google search that states how to save money for Christmas you'll probably see a lot of different savings apps. Maybe it's a keep the change thing where you roll the money into your savings account by rounding up to the nearest dollar in your checking with every transaction. Maybe it's something different. I personally use a app that's called fetch rewards. You literally just take a picture of your receipt and you get points that you can redeem for a gift card. Therefore, I do not make a ton of money back by using this and I am totally okay with that. It brings a little smile to my face and I see that my points are adding up as I take a picture of my lovely little grocery receipt before I chuck the thing into the damn trash bin. However, all of these concepts, this idea of saving money, you have probably seen before and you're currently like, well, damn. Thanks for the info, but now we are in the month of December, and I do not have a way to save enough money this week to have all the funds to buy everything I need for my loved ones the following week. I know this is more of a long-term thought process, but maybe you start saving for next Christmas. You know that you put off things regularly. I mean, if you fall into this category, then you obviously put this off. And please note, I totally understand that 2020 is a shit show, and maybe you put it off because of unforeseen circumstances. I'm not trying to make you feel bad about yourself. I'm just saying that it has been put off. Let's even make this concept a little bit more relatable, shall we? Think about your least favorite chore. For me, that is the dishes. If it wasn't for Matthew Talley, the dishes would be out of control more often than I would like to admit. My point is, doing the dishes is something that I do not like to do, so I put it off often. Dishes are relatively small on the totem pole, but money shouldn't be, so stop pushing it off. And for the love of God, please do not say, well, I'll start saving in 2021. Have you learned anything from 2020? The older I get, the more and more I have such a bittersweet feeling for New Year's resolutions. I love the idea of setting a goal. But I hate the idea that we push off so many things to start the new year. And in my opinion, one of the main reasons why... So many resolutions fail is because we have this tendency to set too many of them. You are human. You are a creature of habit. You cannot expect to change a shit ton just because the last digit on the old year counter went up by one. So let's start saving now. Which leads me to number four make your financial goal something that is achievable, sustainable, and invisible. Now, bear with me as I break these down. For achievable, let's insert the New Year's resolution baloney that I do not like. If you set a goal that is too high, in this case a monetary number, you are going to fail. So don't do that. <laughs> if your monthly income is 3000 I personally would not recommend that you save 2000 a month. Unless you are not paying for any form of a bill whatsoever, that goal is unachievable. Let's again switch your mindset. Make your goal achievable. This is also a great correlation to how we started this lovely little episode. Do not compare your goals to someone else's. You make different money than them. You have other priorities than them. So do not compare what you are saving to them. Next up is sustainable. I guess this is one that you can also relate to this lovely little New Year's resolution concept. Maybe you are able to set a goal for two months. You know that for two months, you can easily put away $200 a month. However, you also know that you were able to do that because you do not have XYZ bill during that time or because you are not traveling or because you received a bonus. Whatever the case may be, you know that it is sustainable for a short period of time. We want to make something that is sustainable for forever. If anything, we only want to see that lovely little savings number go up, even if it is by a dollar a month, rather than go down. And I guess you can call this last bit number four, section C? <laughs> How to make your goal invisible. This is going to be directly correlated to your bank accounts. I don't care if you manually transfer every month, every week, or maybe even every day. You then see your funds and you have direct control over them. So whenever you want to buy a new TV, or you want to book a cool trip, or maybe you just want to buy a new pair of leggings... You see the money that you are supposed to be manually transferring and you decide to not follow through with the transaction. And by transaction, I mean, throwing the money into the savings. Therefore let's take visibility out of the equation. Yes, this is probably advice that you have heard before, but it is very, very, very applicable here. Open up a savings account with another bank. One that is not at the same financial institution as your checking. We want something that is out of sight and out of mind. If you are one of those cool cats and kittens that has a job where you get direct deposit, then you also have the capability to not even see that the funds go in and out of your checking. So you can basically split, let's say, 80% into checking and 20% into the savings that is in La La Land where you cannot see it. Now, there are a lot more tips and tricks that you, quite honestly, can do a lovely little Google search with and you can probably find different things that work for you. For example, one of them might be to have a Christmas account. We, for some reason, have this idea that we should only have maybe one or two bank accounts. I'm sorry, but that's an old school concept in my opinion. There are so many different theories out there that I have read and studied that I truly believe in. I do think that there is great benefit to having accounts for specific things. I actually talk about this a little bit in episode number three, so if you want to hear a tiny bit more detail, maybe head on over to that guy once we are done chatting here. And I guess I am going to add in number five because this is something that just kind of popped into my mind and I think it's worth sharing. I recently recorded a one-off meditation clip for a dear friend of mine that has started a financial coaching business. And this meditation, mind you, is very much like me in regards to it is very untraditional. The mantra that I set for them is one that goes like this, you can be a badass with a financial ass. So I'm basically connecting us full circle here. Having a positive mindset with money truly means so much. Think about having a positive relationship with food or having a positive relationship with a loved one. With all of these different relationships in your life, you understand that if you approach them with a positive attitude the likeliness that things are just going to run smoother is pretty damn high. It's the same thing with the money, guys. The same exact thing. I know that money is a very touchy topic, but I think that we need to work together to make it something that is not a touchy topic. Maybe that means that you take time or even use your actual finances to invest in something like a financial coach. I am forever grateful that I studied and worked in the finance world before I left for this whole entrepreneurship thing. And no, I did not study something like accounting. My master's is in economic criminal management. However, just like I said earlier, you learn a lot from other people's mistakes. And this is something that I am so blessed that I was able to see at such a young age. I personally think that there are two things that we should really educate our youngsters on nowadays, and that is nutrition and money. I am forever grateful that my past life, even though I did not directly work with your checking and savings for all that long, taught me so much. I also understand that you were probably not in my shoes. You probably have not had the opportunity to learn from thousands of strangers' mistakes when it comes to money. So maybe it is time for you to invest in learning how to make your finances better. There is no shame in that. That is almost like a form, or that is a form, of therapy. And that is okay. You're, if anything, taking time to better yourself. Okay, I think I've rambled enough, so let's wrap this sucker up. I guess we now have five things to review, and those five takeaways are... Don't call it a budget. Be realistic. Don't wait when it comes to saving. Which, let me also add in here a fun fact... If you wait until the week before Christmas, there are actually so many stores and outlets, things of that nature, that take away a lot of the sales. They might even up their prices of their normal products. They know that there are people out there that will pay whatever the hell it takes to get XYZ gift. Now, who knows if that is going to be the case this year because it's 2020 and we have no idea what's going on, but this is something to keep in the back of your mind. Number four was to make your goal something that is achievable, sustainable, and invisible. And then, because I am super awesome and love you guys, I added in number five, which is a silly, but I hope mantra that makes you smile. And it goes something like this. You are a badass that deserves a financial ass. Well, that's all I got for you folks. I truly hope that you enjoyed this information and that you found maybe some benefit here. If you did, please, please, please go over to Apple Podcast and give the show a five-star review, maybe even something written if you just want to be my best friend. I don't think you guys fully understand the importance of that, and I'm actually going to take a hot second to tell you. The more reviews I have, the more likely my podcast will be seen by other humans. The more people that see and hear this bad boy, the more my business and services will reach and grow to others. That's just how the algorithm works. This is not me being like, oh, yay, yeah, I'm so cool, and I want X amount of reviews. So if you have any form of a caffeinated loving heart, please go give the show a review. Until next time, namaste and slay boo thing.